danger. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? World's most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. That's right, man. Start. Well, I'm about to say the start of another work week. No, no, no. Start of another work day. Yeah, there you have it. Yeah, this is a good day, though. Yesterday was a traveling day, leaving Miami. Of course, Super Bowl weekend. They said, I believe, like seventy or eighty thousand people were leaving Miami yesterday. I heard 90. That many? I mean, the airports were rammed. It wasn't that bad, though. They got people in and out pretty fast. Um, On the news, they were saying get to the airport like five four, hours yeah, early. four or five hours early. But it wasn't that bad. I got there an hour early. You know, I had to check a couple of bags. It wasn't a problem. We got right in. It was pretty easy. So shout out to everybody out in Miami. I thought it was going to be hectic, but it, it was it was definitely pretty easy. I had a great time in Miami again when I got home. I got to see my baby, so I was up all night. So I'm tired still, but... It was a great, a great weekend for my son. So I'm, I'm, I can't wait to him to get to school today and, and tell all his friends about his uh, on weekend. Yeah, tell his friends about his weekend. Well, shout out to our Brooklyn Nets. They won last night, one nineteen to ninety seven against the Phoenix Suns. It was HBCU night at the Barclays for the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. So we had a really fun time. Shout out to Taylor Rooks. Uh, she was at the game with me also. And yeah, was- HBCU night, mm-hmm. and not near player ever went to an HBCU on either one of those teams. Oh, I don't know. I didn't y'all brothers need to start to going to HBCUs. Uh, is that a fact? I'm, I don't know. That's a fact. But I'm he's, positive. He's, he's hit about 99%. I can blindly bet that <laughs> out of the Brooklyn Nets and the Phoenix Suns, most of, none of those guys probably went to an HBCU on either one of those teams. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Not too many players who played in the league actually went to an HBCU. I know uh, Rick Mahorn, who used to play for the Pistons, he God went to Hampton damn. University. That's the only Rick one I can really Mahorn. remember. Lord have mercy. And the only reason I know is because I went to Hampton and I see his jersey all the time. But other than that, I, I really can't rem- remember any. But you can still support HBCUs even if you didn't go to one by donating, of course. So. I know. I donated a quarter million dollars to South Carolina State last year. Drop on the clues bonds for me. And we raised <laughs> over, <laughs> over $800,000 last year for uh, the Thurgood Marshall College Foundation. When are we giving them that big check, by the way? I like that big check presentation. I need people I to know. see that. All right? I'm not sure. <laughs> they might have got their money already. Did they get the money ready? Oh, okay. Let's do it during Black History Month, guys. Let's come on. That would make some. That would make some some marketing sense. I know people here don't focus on marketing too much, but that would make some marketing sense. But you know, we always late as people up there, so we probably do March first somewhere right there. Oh my God! Lord have mercy. (laughs) Hey, drop on the clues bombs for Yo Gotti too. Yo Gotti untrapped album. Album dope, man. Let me tell you something. I woke up this morning. I was like, man, I can't wait to go see my therapist. I needed a nice little therapy session, but then I threw on some Oprah Super Soul conversations, Mm -hmm. and then that Yo Gotti untrapped, and now I feel nice and balanced right now. Balanced. Feel good. Okay. And I sat down and saw two of my favorite words on my email. What's that? You paid? You got paid? What's that? Incoming wire. <laughs> Incoming wire. I think it was something about money. <laughs> Goodness gracious. What kind of laugh is that? Hey, man. Just a, just a, today's a good day. It is a great today's day. Today's starting off great. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about these Iowa caucus results, or should mercy. I say lack of, and we'll tell you about that delay and what does that mean. Lord have mercy. 
Mm. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where we start with Yeezy? Well, let's start with this Iowa caucus. Now, they said the results have been delayed due to inconsistencies. They're saying it's not the result of a hack. It's just a reporting issue. Okay. According to Mandy McClure, who is the communications director for the Iowa Democratic Party. So I guess they're using some new app to tabulate results. And so there were some issues with that. And they're also, for the first time, doing three sets of results they have to report. And there were some inconsistencies in the reporting of those three sets of results. So they said they do have photos of results and a paper trail to validate all the results match. And they want to ensure that they have accuracy in the numbers that are reported. But in spite of all that, they're saying that the app created to report the results was a mess. And they're saying that a lot of the caucus organizers were reduced to having to phone in their results to state party headquarters. There was overwhelming calls and gridlock with those phone calls. Yeah, I'm sure it was some type of glitch because the app not reporting the candidate they want. All right. <laughs> Y'all looking forward to November? Like, do you really think the presidential election is going to go off without a hitch and they can't even get the Iowa caucus right? Jesus Christ, man. Well, a lot of people are now... Normally, after this, this is when candidates drop out. Right. When they see, okay, it's not going to happen for me, but because we don't know what those results are, now it looks like the candidates are on to the New Hampshire primary, which will be held next Tuesday. Well, Bernie was supposed to take uh, Iowa last night. That's what the, the polls were saying. Mm-hmm. But who knows? What else we got, you? All right, now, one person was killed and five people wounded. That's in a... Uh, they were on a California Greyhound bus going from L.A. to San Francisco, Oakland area. Mm-hmm. And a man, an unidentified man, was taken into custody. He, he has been identified, the suspected gunman, as Anthony Devante Williams, 33, of Capitol Heights, Somebody's, uh, Maryland. His parents loved Joe to see growing up. Uh Anthony Devante. Mm-hmm. All right. So after he opened fire, the bus driver did pull over. A lot of people are saying the bus driver was a hero because he was able to persuade the shooter to get off the bus. The suspect did voluntarily get off the bus. He left his handgun behind. And then officers did locate him on the shoulder and took him into custody without incident. And they're still trying to investigate what this was. Yeah, but said, do they know why? One of the witnesses said that he was on the bus with his girlfriend and he noticed the suspect right away. He said that he was talking loudly and incoherently when he got on the bus, mm-hmm. got into an argument with somebody who asked him to quiet down, and then he started muttering, wait till we get to the station. Jeez. Suddenly he heard, F you, F all of you, and I heard a gun cock and eight to, the ni- and eight to nine rounds let off. So they're still uh, investigating. So they got into an argument, basically. Yeah, basically there was an argument and he kept saying, wait till we get to the station. I don't know if they knew each other. Um, and another unfortunate tragic news, two women were killed and a toddler was wounded. And that was inside of a residence hall at Texas A&M University Commerce, mm. according to university police. Uh, right now, investigators have not released a motive in the shooting and have not said what suspects they are looking for. But uh, officers arrived at the co-ed freshman residence hall and they found the bodies of two women and an injured two-year-old child inside one of the rooms. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Let me ask you guys a question. I I just thought about this, right? You think there should be metal detectors in the train stations? There should be metal detectors everywhere. And metal detectors in the world in the bus that station? we live in right now, where uh, every uh, gun violence can happen at any given moment, there should be metal detectors anywhere there is a high population. I was just thought about people. that. Yeah, you know, because you think about it, you, you go on a train, you don't know who's sitting next to you, you don't know what they have, or you on a bus, you don't know what they have, or you know what's what's on them. You don't, you really don't know. You ever walk into a building sometime and you'd be like, if I got in here with that, imagine what other people got. Yep. <laughs> I've never thought yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. What did you say, Steve? <laughs> huh? 
Yeah. All, jokes, listen, all jokes aside, that serious, though. wherever there's a high population of people, there should be metal detectors. Yes. I don't care if it's a church. I don't care if it's an elementary school. I don't care if it's a bus station, malls. Anywhere there's a high population of people, there should be metal detectors. Metal detectors it should be court? like the airport, bro. Metal detectors in yes. court. There's metal detectors yes. at the airport. There's yes. metal detectors Aren't at there, the oh, games. Yeah, there are metal detectors. Yes. There's metal detectors at the, at the uh, game you went to yes. last night. Yep. Stop protecting entertainment venues better than you protect just regular venues that public people go. You go to a concert, you can't just walk to a concert. No. Like that. You can't just walk into a sporting event like that. No. Treat the church and the mall and the schools the same exact way. God damn it. I'm with you. All right. Imagine you had a metal plate or something on you, though. You'd be getting stopped all the time. It's worth it. Yeah. All the time. It's worth it. Yeah, you just got to give yourself a little extra time. There's no just rushing to catch a train because you'd have to go to metal detectors. But anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, Envy, what's shaking, man? It's Mello. Mello, what's up, bro? Yo, man, I'm surprised nobody spoke about this. Did y'all hear Trump saying congratulations to, like, the great um, state of Kansas when yeah, Kansas he... City won the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, 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 everybody, everybody saw that, sir. <laughs> nah, but nobody was really talking about it like that. That was that's ridiculous. Son. Yes, they were. <laughs> why, why, why do black people do that? Why do we say nobody and everybody? It was everybody. It was like, all the literally, like literally, I saw because a lot of people talking about we're great, that. And we have to exaggerate everything. We, everything is hyperbolic with us because we're great. That's why. Hyperbolic. <laughs> Everything's what? Everything we we have to be hyperbolic. We have to exaggerate. No, no. What's the other word, what's the other word you use? I mean, hyperbolical might be a word. I, he's trying. I know it's a, a form of hyperbole. Hyperbolic means to exaggerate. Okay, I believe on, you. I rock with you. Just when you put that word in your book, I'm pretty. <laughs> hyperbole. <laughs> I said hyper. I've never heard it said hyper hyperbolic, but I know what you mean. That so is it, a real word. So so it counts. That is a real word. Look it up. I believe you, I believe bro. You. I, I just didn't know what you were asking. Nah, I was just saying, like, black people, we're hyperbolic. That's why we have to say everybody and nobody, and we have to say everything. That's, just, that's just who we are as people. Hyperbolic is dope. I heard that's a chamber uh, in the end game. They go into the hyperbolic hyper- chamber, and that's how you get your hyperbolic. powers. Hyperbolic. That's not hi- Charlamagne, you killing me, man. Melo, <laughs> <laughs> you have a good morning, bro. All right, you too, brodies. I'll catch y'all later. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hello. Hey, I want to shout out uh, J-Lo and Shakira's performance, man. Okay. It was a great they performance. Did a great job at the Super Bowl. Yes, they did. What was, was your favorite part? To see them representing for the Latino community. Jarmo, oh. you there? Yep. Uh-oh. For the party guy, my guy. <laughs> Peace and blessings, y'all. How y'all feeling, man? Wow. Now you're pretending to be Latino. Yeah, trying not to get hung up no, on today. Wow. I'm not pretending to be nothing, man. I live in a Latino community, bro. A mixture of different type of people. I was just happy to see J-Lo, Shakira, uh... I don't know the other guy name. Oh my gosh, J Balvin, man, and Bad Bunny. Yeah, he did a great job. Didn't know. Did y'all know Sean Stone was performing too? Yeah, they had you locked up in the cage because of the way Trav destroyed you. So they had to they had to put you away so nobody could see you. Well, hold on. Let me give a shout out to all the sanitation workers out there, man. That's doing the job. That you know, what I mean, Envy, don't don't be afraid to tip your sanitation worker, man, around your area, man. Charlamagne, you too. I tip my guys all. I tip my guys all the time. Actually, I tip them once a year. I tip them during Christmas, man. That's that's when I tip them. Yeah. The streets say the sanitation workers don't want no shout outs from you because your rhymes is. <laughs> Goodness gracious, Charlamagne. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jay from Jacksonville. Hey, Jay, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I'm so sick of people telling me to 
stay single just because I'm young, man. They act like people can't find who they want at a young age, man. You right. How old are you? I'm 20, man. Yeah, absolutely. If you find that one, you find that you one, no matter how old you are. And you found your wife at what age? 16. Exactly, man. I feel like I feel like she's the one, man. I feel you like better I hold on to it. I almost effed it all the way up, man. Best thing that ever happened to me. Man. I almost effed up. But hey. do you have somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So her name's uh, Serena. She goes to the college with me at Jacksonville University. That's beautiful. Better man. hold on to her. I'm telling you, man. And it's crazy, man. I called y'all the other day about my ex who uh, held my family at the gunpoint. Remember? Oh my God. I think I remember something. So like you're, that. you're 20, but you have an ex already that's already held the family at gunpoint. Yeah, she was the one that robbed me. She's the crazy one. I've been going. Remember, I thought that was. Yes, I remember. Time, man. So, how long have yeah, you been with this uh, this one who's the one now? Uh, we've been together almost a year and a half. Okay. All right. Well, good luck, bro. Thank you, man. All right, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up! Wake up! Wake your ass! This is your time to get it off your chest. For the Amanda Blast, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Christian from the SPGS Foundation. How y'all doing? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I got to get a couple things off my chest. Number one, it's crazy. You guys were just talking about how we got to support our HBCUs and our main going. So I'm not sure if you remember, but first of all, hey, Angela. Hey. Hey, CJ, and me. Uncle Charlotte. It's your nephew. Last year, you donated $1,000 to the SCGS Foundation who donate scholarships to young men going through HBCU. Oh, snap. Y'all was just talking about that. Yep. So, here's a little bit of an opportunity. First of all, Uncle Charlie. Yes, sir. Helen, is she, is she still your management? Who? Helen. Helen? Who the hell is Helen? That's, that's on your uh, your ID. We oh, no, no, Karen, 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 not <laughs> Helen. <laughs> Her name is Karen, man. bro. The pitch isn't going too well. What you need, bro? You need some money for the school, bro? You need some money for the school? Yes, sir, we're donating money. We are giving away all money for the scholarship. Last year, we blessed us. And we went to Hampton, N.D. Last year, Uncle Charlotte blessed us. We're wondering if all three of y'all might be able to come together. I don't know. I don't know what y'all doing. I got I you, bro. I got, a th- I got a stack for you. Send me the uh, send me the link or whatever. I'll send you a stack right now. There you go. My brother, can I hold the phone and give the information? Yes. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to put you on hold, and you give Sim all the information. I'm going to send you a stack. You hold on, all right? God bless. Hey, hey, DJ Hampton, QT7, all of us, the whole board. Nah, I didn't hear about it, but I definitely donated to Hampton this year. I definitely donated to Rutgers this year. I definitely donated to the, <laughs> the Marshall uh, yes, College Fund this hey, year. I appreciate, I appreciate you, Uncle John. I appreciate you, DJ Hampton, and I appreciate you, Angela. God bless y'all, and uh, let's keep going, man. Marathon continues with a mama attitude, baby. All right, bro. All right, now. You, you know what organization you, you donated to? Yes, I do. I donated okay. to them before already. Okay. I gave him I gave him a thousand dollars last year. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Peace, Ross Lazar. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. All right. I just like to give a positive information. First I like to say Nanny on they cookie boy, cause they thought they wasn't gonna hear me on the radio. <laughs> you know about that, Them boy crazy now. Them boy crazy yeah, now. Like Don't get boxed in your mouth. I'm an author of uh, the number one black color geeky urban story. The black rules of Kush. And my positive affirmation, I know um, Charlamagne, you like um, mantras. The mantra I'd like to just give you is, um, I am that I am. I am love. I am life. I am light. I am liberation. 
that's called the four L's. That's the square. You always hear in the Geechee people say, you standing on your square, stand, boy? Stand on your square now. Standing on your square. So you got to be standing on your square. That's the 360 degrees. God gave us love, and through love we create life. And in this life, we must find our light. Through our light, we find liberation. Absolutely. Four L's. All right, brother. I appreciate you, King. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rooms on the way? Yes, let's talk about future. Now, he is suing the woman who says that they have a baby together. Okay. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk future. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, now Future is suing the woman that says they have a child together, Eliza Serafin. Now, according to the lawsuit, he's saying that she's been sharing intimate facts about him and talking about their private sexual relationship to, quote, gain clout and to get money from him. He does not address whether or not they do have a child together, but he uh, did say they had a sexual relationship from 2016 to 2018, and he said he would have never slept with her in the first place if he knew she would do all this. She's been doing interviews where she gave a vivid description of his genitals. (gasps) (sighs) Disgusting. And uh, in the suit, she, he also says that Eliza is spreading lies about him on social media, like the time she said that he hired someone to murder her because she wouldn't get an abortion. And he says it is hurting his brand and causing him substanti- substantial emotional distress. That's right. So he wants her to stop trashing his name publicly, and he wants damages. Listen, I don't know what's true and what's not true, but I know you, I'm glad that he's taking back his power. Take back your power, King. Okay, all that kissing and telling that man's privacy has been violated. Can you can you sue somebody to be quiet? For defamation, oh, defamation. and invasion of privacy. You can sue, yes. So don't know where this is going to go. We don't even know if he's uh, truly the father of, of her child or not. And describe him Because he pri- still has to take that DNA test. But they did have a sexual relationship, so I'm sure it's possible. And he's not straight out denying that. And describing my penis to people? Why would you do such a we thing? We do that every morning up here. Small. Like, we, what's the matter with that? Wait, if you're small, cool, Envy. But that's you talking about yourself. Talking about you. No, I'm seven inches, three, four. How do you even know? Eight in the summertime. He tells us every morning. No, I don't actually. All right, well, let's move on. Let's talk about (laughs) Halsey while she was performing, and we played this audio for you the other day. She was on on stage upset because somebody kept screaming out G Easy's name. All right, well, uh, underneath her post, she actually left a comment. I see y'all in the comments, and I know you think you're funny because you're at home on your iPhone, and I'm not a real human being to you. I hope to God you never have to experience an abusive relationship, and if you do, I hope the world is kinder to you than you are to me. So I guess that's her way of saying... I think it's going to make it worse. At any time she performs now, somebody's going to scream out his name. Yeah, but she's letting you know why that triggers her, though. Because she says she, she was... She's in an abusive relationship, They're going to keep triggering her. It's not gonna... Basically, she's saying pray for Meg to style you. Okay, and I hope G-Eazy don't get the stallion on that white horse, by the way. G-Eazy. All right, now, Moneybag Yo and Ari, this is all relationship stuff right now, by the way. Moneybag uh-huh. Yo and Ari Fletcher, there was video footage of them, and allegedly they were in a physical altercation in Miami, Super Bowl weekend. And according to several witnesses, they were on social media with claims that, quote, I just seen Ari straight up running after Moneybag Yo and punch him in the face. Somebody said Ari just hit Moneybag Yo and he just snatched her wig off on my mama. 
in the middle of the street. And there are some videos that have been circulating. It's not that clear. So you can't really tell what happened. But Moneybag Yo did hop on his Instagram live and he is still in a relationship. Everybody in good spirits. Everybody's positive, you know. Are you single? No. So just so you know, he is not single. So apparently, uh, no matter what happened, he is still in a relationship. None of that is cool, though. Everybody need to keep their hands to themselves. You see, if, if that was the reverse, if it was money back, you're running up in the street to punch Ari, it'd be World War Three all over social media. He'd be canceled, yada, yada, yada. So the same energy got to apply. Everybody keep their hands to themselves. All right. Now, Pamela Anderson was married for 12 days. So, according to People Magazine, you know, she married a film producer, John Peters, and she had posted it on her page. Mm-hmm. And 12 days later, it was over. And what happened, according to people close to the couple, they said they've known each other for more than 30 years. They had never lived together. Living with someone you truly get to know them. Pam's a romantic, but she is also very independent. This all moved a bit fast, so they both agreed to put it off. And she posted, I've been moved by the warm recession to John and my union. We would be very grateful for your support as we take some time apart to reevaluate what we want from life and from one another. Life is a journey and love is a process. With that universal truth in mind, we have mutually decided to put off the formalization of our marriage certificate and put our faith in the process. Thank you for respecting our privacy. So what they are saying, they have not yet filed the legal paperwork for that marriage certificate after their wedding. So I guess right now... They don't have to, I don't know, what the, uh, they got married, but they don't have the certificate. So I guess they're not officially married. I have no idea who the hell you're talking about. You don't know who Pamela Anderson is? Yes, I do. From Baywatch, who was married to Tommy Oh, yeah, the 90s. Right. Yes, but I don't know her husband. I don't know why I should care about this. Um, well, it was a big story because they got married for only 12 days, and he also was the producer for A Star Is Born in 1976 and the remake that just came out with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. So he's pretty much a big deal, too. It's Black History Month. I don't care. So, yes. So, anyway, (laughs) 12-day marriage didn't happen. And a lot of times people do move really quickly, right? We see people, oh, I'm getting married. We went to Vegas. We did it on a whim and didn't work out. But unfortunately for them, this didn't work out either. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Uh, We're going to talk about the 10 best-selling shoes of 2019. What do you think was number one? Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Uh, well, let's start off with the top 10 best-selling sneakers of 2019. If you could guess what was number one on that list. I think Travis Scott sneakers. Oh, no, yeah, Travis Scott. Is that a number one? Uh, are they Nike Air Max 270s? No. Well, then no. <laughs> Number two on the list was a Nike Air Force One Low. You know what? Travis Scott might have been too limited for that to be number one, though. You're right. So, yeah. There's no way, you know, that could happen. I figured the Air Force Ones would be top five. Now, if you, you were wondering where the Yeezy, uh, the Adidas Yeezy Boost 350 V2, those were number six on the list. Uh, Converse came in at number eight with Chuck Taylors. But basically, Nike dominated this list. I think at number four, Adidas NMD R1. Uh, like I said, number six was the Yeezys. Number seven, the Vans Ward. That's a very popular shoe also. Everybody has those. And then the Chuck Taylors at number eight. Everything else, Nikes and Jordans. No, no. Where's Jordan? What, what number was Jordan's on? Number 10, the Jordan 11 Retro. 11 Retros, okay. Yeah, so those are the most popular sneakers of 2019. All right, now let's talk about these Iowa caucus results, or like I say, the lack of results. It's the first contest in the Democratic race to challenge Donald Trump. And it didn't go so well. So there is a new app, and they're saying that there were all kinds of glitches. So you were required to report three sets of results. 
but things just, just did not work out as expected. There were inconsistencies in the reporting of the three sets of results. They do say they have photos of the results and a paper trail so they can validate that everything matches and they want to make sure the numbers are accurate. So the problem was not a hack. It was a reporting issue. So it was because of the app. And they want to make sure that people know that. Mandy McClure, who's the communications director for the Iowa Democratic Party, said the app did not go down. This is not a hack or an intrusion. The underlying data and paper trail is sound and will simply take time to further report the results. I don't know what it was, but I know it's not good. And from what I'm from what I'm reading this morning, uh, the, the turnout in Iowa was still not as high as 2008, which should be a major concern because all those candidates combined should have been able to get record turnout. So that should really, 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 really signal a problem for the Democratic Party. Yeah, they got to figure out what's going to happen moving forward. People are not energized at Mm -hmm. all. All right, at the Staples Center, there was a huge memorial that the public created outside of the Staples Center, and they did just start cleaning up all the flowers, balloons, jerseys, stuffed toys, and basketballs just this morning. And they did put a fence around the site to keep the cleanup out of public view. They did say some of those items will be shipped to his family, I guess, depending on what it is. But the memorial just kept on growing and growing and growing for a week. There were personal messages that were written on many of the items. But uh, fans were now urged to donate to the Bryant Foundation rather than bringing more gifts and flowers because it's just too much to handle. So if you want to do anything, you can donate to that uh, Bryant Foundation. That should do a designated area. Kind of like, uh, I don't know where it is, where they put the locks on the fence. Like something designated where people can sign, people can touch, where people can actually go do it instead of just putting it all over the state. It's just so massive. They said there were more than 1,350 basketballs that had been boxed up by the middle of the morning. Wow. What is the funeral? Uh, I don't know if they've given that information yet. They haven't heard them announce any yeah. of the funerals. Mm-hmm. They were discussing even where they were going to have it because they need some place obviously huge to accommodate everybody that will want to go out and right. show some love. Mm-mm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, let's have a conversation about Nicki Minaj. Now, uh, open up social Yo, get media. Off Nicki Minaj's D, son. Open up. Uh, the Bobs already think you'd be on Nicki's D, son. Nah, we're talking about this song that she just put out. It's trending on social media right now, and it's uh, because of this line right here. Why does the quality sound like that? Uh, she played it on her, uh, I believe, or oh. on social media. Yeah, she was just in the studio, and you could see her. Yeah, so it, w- it was trending uh, all day yesterday, and I, I know this morning as well. Uh, people were, I guess, maybe upset about that line that she did. Can you hear it one more time? What was the line? All you just rolls the pox, get your ass up. Yep. What are people overly sensitive because it's Black History Month? Yeah. What's and the what's the what's the conversation happening? Well, let's talk about this? it. Let's let's get some of these reactions. Why is it trending? Are people upset? Is that what it is? Isn't it Rosa Parks' birthday too? Yep. 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 Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What 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 do you guys think? Um, I thought it was just a punchline. I wasn't personally thinking that it was anything to be... You know, people do that all the time in hip-hop. And let's not forget, Outkast did a whole song called Rosa Parks. And, mm-hmm. you know, although I think they did get sued for that, right? Wasn't that an issue when it happened? I have no, I don't know. no idea. But what they, what the context of Outkast song was uh, everybody moved to the back of the bus. bus. Everybody moved to the back of the bus. Yeah, but I, I don't have a... I mean, it's to the point now everybody's so sensitive. I mean, I'm from a, I'm from a place where everybody used punchlines... 
as soon as as soon as something happened. If something happened tragic or something happened that was going on in the world, they used it as a punchline. So I don't. It's, it's Nikki's rapping. What's what's the problem? I gotta hear it some more. Let me see. Let me let me hear it. A couple I think more it, times. it's also important to hear everything oh, else you, around it. Like we just heard that little snippet. Yeah, exactly. There's no context to it. All you it's just Rosa Parks. Are they mad because she's using Rosa Parks? It's just so close together. Are they upset because it's Rosa Parks' birthday and Black History Month? Like I'm trying. I I, I need more context. Play one more time for him. We wouldn't want Rosa Parks to get her ass up, though, because Rosa Parks sitting down is what sparked, you know, one of the greatest boycotts in American history. So you wouldn't want Rosa Parks to get her ass up. I got to I got to think about this one. Yeah, people are saying that she clowned Rosa Parks. I thought it was a punchline, but people do get sensitive about our icons. I wouldn't tell Rosa Parks to get her ass up. I would actually want her to sit down because that's what sparked the whole movement. I don't know. You really gonna dive this deep into it? Y'all, it's a nigga, y'all niggas is discussing the topic, so it's I'm a just going along. It was trending all morning long. Okay, then. And I'm so, trying to see why, why so, it's trending, why people upset. So if I'm diving deep, let me deep dive. Well, deep, maybe we need other dive. people to call and weigh in <laughs> to explain. Yeah, maybe, maybe somebody Black History some Month is also Rosa Parks' birthday today. People were thinking maybe she would drop the song today. And it would just have everybody in a frenzy. But let's see what you think it, about yikes. Yeah, because my personal feeling I don't have an issue with it. But if I had to find the issue, it would be like I wouldn't tell Rosa Parks to get her ass up. Well, I did say yikes. Okay. Well, 800 585 Well, let's talk about it. All right, let's discuss. Call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break, break, break it down. 800 585 The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a new Nicki Minaj song that came out called Yikes. Uh, now, in the song, she uh, said this. And I couldn't understand why it was trending this morning. Her name was trending, and I was like, well, let's talk about it. So, 800-585-1051. Yee, what are your thoughts about it? Um... To be honest, like I didn't, I thought it was just a punchline, but I know it is Black History Month. I know people do get very sensitive about a lot of things, so I wasn't offended by it. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was just a punchline. There was a punchline, and and I didn't see a problem with it. I mean, Nicki Minaj is a rapper. That's what she does. She throws punchlines and things. And and there's been so many rappers that have used the Rosa Parks name before. Whether it was Outkast who did a song, Method Man, I believe Red Man. Logic. What's the context though? Context matters though. You can't just say Outkast did a song. Like you know, was Outkast disrespectful? Ah, what's that for? Everybody, Everybody moved, moved to, to the, the back, back of the, the bus. bus. That's not disrespectful. And you know they did sue, and had a settlement with Outkast. Who sued Outkast? Ro- Rosa Parks' um, whole estate. Well, that's probably because he used the name. You know what I mean? They probably the name of the, the song. Yeah, they used the name to sell the song, but that not necessarily because it was disrespectful or offensive. Look, I have hip hop sensibilities. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm not as, as, as sensitive to things as, as a lot of people are. Uh, I try to step outside of things and see why this could be considered insensitive. The only thing I could think of is probably because she used the B word right next to Rosa Parks, and then she told everybody to get their ass up because we actually do want we want Rosa Parks to sit down because that's what sparked the movement, and because it's Black History Month and it's Rosa Parks' birthday, that's probably why people are upset. But I'm the wrong person to ask about, you know, people saying things that people don't agree with because this one doesn't bother me. Nah, me neither. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? 
This is Danae. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. We're talking about Nicki Minaj's line in her new joint, Yikes. Uh, I think that because of Black History Month, it may be a little, you know, too much, but Rosa Parks was told to get up. So that punchline just was a little much. Like, she was told to get up. She stayed seated. So I can understand the outrage and why everybody's upset. And she was told to get up by a crack-ass cracker. So hearing that from a black woman could probably piss some people off, is what you're saying. My goodness. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Lisa. Lisa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. We're talking about Nicki Minaj's line uh, in Yikes. Yes. I. My comment was that I thought Charlemagne hit it on the head that it was just, um, it, it was worded in the wrong way. If she was telling the other rappers to stay your ass down, then that would make sense. But saying, like, Rosa Parks to get up, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, she says, yeah. She used it in the wrong way. Yeah, she was on the wrong side. She was on the side of the oppressor when she should have been on the side of the oppressor. She said, sit your ass down, Rosa Parks. That would have made sense. But saying, get your ass up, that's what the white man said to Rosa. So, yeah. I think think y'all looking too deep into it. She was telling, I guess she's telling these other rap chicks to get your ass up. And she's saying, like, like I, like, I, like they Rosa told Rosa Parks, get your ass up like Rosa Parks. Like, yeah. they told Rosa Parks to get your ass up. Yeah, it's, the white man told Rosa to get her oh ass up. Oh, my gosh. We didn't want, we didn't want much, Rosa man. to stand up. The only thing is up. that Rosa didn't get up. We, exactly. We wanted Rosa to sit down. Oh, I think y'all looking too deep <laughs> in this. Hello, who's this? Bianca from the Bronx. Hey, Bianca, what you think? Um, So, I think Nicki Minaj's uh, little snippet was fire. It definitely has me anticipating her album. Like, when I heard it, I went crazy. I was like, oh, my God, Nicki's back with some bars. For real, for real. Like, it was like real street stuff. It wasn't like her typical poppy sh- Like, it was, it was dope. Okay. And, and can I just say that, um, since you die, yes, honestly, ma'am. yesterday, you really had me in my bag because when you were slandering the Puerto Rican people and the culture and making fun of our language and what? saying how the halftime show was too Spanishy, like, it was, it was not cool. I never said that. Heard, heard. Did you say that? I actually, I never said it was too Spanishy. I said I liked the halftime performance. You, you, you didn't say too many positive things about it. And you was like making fun of the Spanish language, like, oh, coquito, whatever you were saying, like, you wasn't being too positive about it. That is it. not I, true. I You're making things up. I was clowning Drum, who was in the studio. He's Latino. I actually it said... It didn't matter because I heard the same thing you were saying. I went to work and I heard my predominantly white atmosphere saying the same thing. So it was corny. Okay. Was corny. You did not so hear me say anything about this halftime show being too Spanishy. I would not let you put words you, in my mouth like that. You were I saying actually, crappy stuff. That's not true. All right, well, she, like felt she felt the way my about goodness. it. It's fine. Come on, Drum. Did I say anything bad about the halftime performance? No, I think you, you support the halftime performance. I think exactly. maybe what she might be talking about is the broken he, Spanish. You were, don't you were, defend. You were, you don't defend because it's in your chest. I know, I know. Don't defend. Don't defend. Uh, Vamanos. <laughs> nah, I mean, you. The, maybe the broken Spanish might have been a little much for some What people. broken Spanish? When you're saying uno and the like numbers right now, and all that Vamanos. kind of stuff. Uno? I can't say uno? Listen, man, come on. I can't say dos? Not if you have two cards I can't say tre... So, time out. Black people can't speak Spanish now? No. That's what you're saying? I think she means not in a way to make fun to make fun exactly. of it. That's not making fun. It. Knock it off. I'm not letting y'all do this to me. No, that didn't happen. I love Spanish people. I love brown people. Stop I get what she's saying because people make fun of how Chinese people talk. Where, where, where did Chinese people come from in No, I'm trying to say what she's saying is culturally people make fun of certain things just like for me, you know, people make fun of how Chinese, I'm half Chinese. There's not people a school make fun of that all the time. So I get it. There's not a school in America that does not teach Spanish nowadays. 
everybody's yeah, bilingual. Growing up, growing up, like it wasn't cool to speak Spanish. So around like black people, when I was going to school, well, those, day, those days are over. Spanish. And then when you say that, you making it sound extra. Like it was just not cool. It wasn't. It was whack. It was whack. It really was. Okay, so I'll never and speak Spanish like, ever again. They're not saying that you can't speak Spanish, man. That's what she said. Like think about that. She said, well, thank you, I, she said I shouldn't say unos. No, she said not. I, I think dos. she means not in a uno. mocking way. It's not mocking. I said go to line uno. Go to line dos. <laughs> go to line tres. Can I say one thing? Say yes. I, I think uh, people forget this is entertainment at the end of the day as well. So when we're all joking around, we all clown each other at the end of the day. So you're not saying anything offensive. You're not saying anything no. crazy. I get it. You're, we're all making jokes on Jess, and we have to understand that, that this is entertainment at the end of the day. That's and right. the fact that you guys gave me your platform to speak on and it, on something that I was passionate about also shows that you guys were behind us. So that's right. People have to recognize that. And joke is a joke. We all make fun of each other behind the scenes here and on the mic, and that's what you have to look at. That's right. We could have built a wall around Drum. Right, so Except him out of the conversation. Yeah. Puerto Rico's in the United what States. What line you want to go to now, huh? What line? <laughs> what line, huh? This guy's a jerk, man. 800-585-1051. I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, Nicki Minaj. We're talking about her song, I don't know what happened. All right, uh, let's play a clip right fast. What do you think? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, <laughs> Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If you just joined us, we're talking about Nicki Minaj. She was trending this morning, so we found out why. She released a snippet of her joint, Yikes, and she said this. And people are upset about it. Let's go to the phone lines to get your thoughts. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Haifa. Good morning. Haifa, good morning. Hi. I love you guys. I listen to y'all every morning. You guys are amazing. Thank you very much. So what are your thoughts on Nicki Minaj's uh, new joint? Okay, as uh, someone who listens to Nicki a lot, I feel like it was taken out of context, possibly, like Angela was saying earlier. And what if, by chance, she's referring to women she deems as, like, lower caliber or, you know, basically, like, basic. Um, and then she just she just saying that you think that you have like whatever you're doing you think it's a cause and and you like Rosa Parks and you have something to stand you have something to sit down for now nah, you need to stand your ass up and get out of here. Okay, I can see that double entendre there. Now you went way deeper than me. No, listen. I, I mean, I'm just trying to keep up with you guys. Okay. So basically, what you're saying is she called Rosa Parks basic. No. No, no she called <laughs> Rosa Parks icon. <laughs> And, and she's saying, girls are not on her level and they have to move out the way. Right, so she's saying the other girls got to get up, but not Rosa Parks. Right, they're not huh? on Rosa Parks' level. They acting like they are, but they're not. But didn't she call the women Rosa Parks in the Maybe song? she's calling herself Rosa Parks. But didn't she say, your Rosa she, Parks, get your ass up? I don't know. That don't make no, no sense. I thought she said Rosa Parks. You sound like you think. Like, you think you, think you Rosa Parks. You sound like a singer saying, you think you a Rosa Parks type, but you're not. Get your ass up. Okay. I'm going to tell you what we didn't think about this topic this morning. Okay? <laughs> hey, we didn't put no thought into this one. We just threw this one out in there and see what happens. Hello, who's this? Darrell. What's your name? Darrell. Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's up, bro? We're talking about this uh, Nicki Minaj line that people are, 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 are seems like they're upset about. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's not so much about Rosa Parks. It's, it's a metaphor. It's more so about, you know, females with flat asses. She's saying, get your ass up. Okay, you know? so in other words, <laughs> get your ass up. I'm not. <laughs> 
I love and hate black people all oh at the same gosh. time. My God. <laughs> all right. That's what you got out of it, sir? Yeah, I feel like it's a metaphor. Like, what? Like, okay. Yeah, what? I'm not, he's not the only one who thought that. Someone else uh, well, in the, the studio. The beauty of art is everybody has their own interpretation of it. Hello, who's this? Hey, this key's on insane from Chesapeake, Virginia. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, what's up, bro? All right, what, what do you think about this Nicki Minaj line? To be honest, I'm torn, man, because I see where people feel in some type of way because, of course, Black History Month, of course. But at the same time, it's just a line. All she said was, get your ass up, excuse my language. But that's all she said. She could have said a lot worse. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like the Black History Month excuse either because all that means is it's okay to disrespect black icons any other month, but just not Black History Month. Like, if you're going to be mad, be mad all the time. I'm not mad at it, but if you're going to be mad about stuff like this, be mad all the time, not just Black History Month. And that's what tears me apart about it, Charlamagne, that don't make no sense because that's exactly true. If you're saying you can do it any other month, why can't you do it Black History Month too? You shouldn't be able to do it at all. Yeah, the timing shouldn't matter. Yeah. If it was four days ago, this exactly. But by the way, happy birthday ago. to Rosa Parks. Today is her birthday. Goodness gracious. Well, here's the thing. One thing that is rarely make is sense. Okay. My goodness. What's the moral of the story? Was that your moral? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yes, it is. All right. Oh, we on a roll today, baby. Okay. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Monique. She did an open letter to Oprah. We'll tell you what's in it. Speaking right. of this, We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. You're on a roll today. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That's one of my favorite parts of that song. That's my favorite part of that song, actually. Was that? I just mind my business. Mm. But that's not true. What? Mind your business. That's a damn lie. I do mind my business. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Uh, yes, we do. We are going to be talking about Monique versus Oprah. Monique has an open letter that she wants Oprah to respond to. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to rumors. Let's talk Monique. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Monique has an open letter to Oprah. And she said, Dear Oprah, I felt compelled to write you this open letter after observing the disparity in the way that you seem to treat people who were accused of the same allegations. You did an interview on the CBS Morning Show and were asked about Harvey Weinstein by Nora O'Donnell. And you said, as it pertained to him, that you always try to look at the rainbow and the clouds, whatever is the silver lining. You also said, if we make this all about Harvey Weinstein, then we have lost the moment. When you either are or were going to be a part of a documentary on Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons, how is that not making it all about them? Interestingly, Brother MJ was acquitted and deceased, so how is he not off limits? Russell and Harvey are accused of the same thing, so in fairness, how do you not support the accusers of both, as you said you did with Russell Simmons, or you look for the silver lining for both, like you said you did for Harvey Weinstein? The only difference between the two is their skin color, and doesn't Harvey Weinstein have way more accusers? My personal experience with you is you've watched me as a black woman be accused of being difficult for not promoting Precious internationally for Lionsgate at Lionsgate Tyler Perry and your request despite the fact my deal was with Lee Daniels Entertainment and how are you for black women when you hear Tyler on audio saying I was right and he was going to speak up but you or him still haven't said a word she also says when I was 16 and I met you at your local show in Baltimore I told you I wanted to be just like you when I grew up you responded you have to work really hard my 16 year old self didn't know that you and your silence in the face of wrongdoing would make my life harder that letter would have been great. It was a lot of fair points made in that letter, uh, and it would have been fair points that I would not have dismissed just because they came from Monique, but it's hard to hear that from Monique because we know Monique has a long-standing problem with Oprah, which she came back to <laughs> in that letter. Mm-hmm. And she said, love you to life, Monique. Thanks. She could be really feeling that way because a lot of people do. 
Yeah, but it's still all about her at the end of the day. And that's why she finished it with what she said with her long-standing problem. But, you know, God bless Monique. Wish her the best. Her stand-up special comes out on Friday on Showtime. Monique and Friends, please go watch it. We need Monique to move forward. Sometimes we can allow our setbacks to become our identities, and I think that's what's happening here. So please watch Monique's special on Showtime this Friday at 10 p.m. It's called Monique and Friends. Well, I will be watching. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, speaking of Oprah, that documentary on Russell Simmons that Monique references in that open letter is going to come out. Now, you know, Oprah has stepped away from it. And it's about sexual assault allegations against Russell Simmons. Now, that is called On the Record, and it will be on HBO Max. It's the new streaming service, and it's their, uh, it's the streaming service's first ever festival purchase. So they have purchased that. So you can see it on HBO Max. Okay. All right. Now, Wendy Williams is weighing in on Beyonce and Jay-Z not standing up during the national anthem at the Super Bowl. And here's what she said. Everyone was standing, like, this is only a picture. But when they were performing, if you all saw the actual perform ends, people were standing up as the bombs burst in air. You know, you put a hand over your heart. I don't know about you, and our country might be in a bad way, but there's no place I'd rather live than America. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce, you understand all eyes are on you, and you should have stood up. If you don't like our country, then... Anywho, let's move on. So Wendy can't stand Colin Kaepernick then. She, she, no. she, if she mad at Jay and Beyonce for not standing up, then she hates the fact that Colin Kaepernick took a knee. But, right? they, you know, that's incorrect because they were not the only ones that weren't standing. It's ridiculous. Everybody around them um, wasn't standing either. Yeah, why are they ignoring all of the people that were sitting around them as well? It was white people sitting around them who, it was, who didn't stand up. Like, this is about celebrity. And a lot of people don't really approve of the national anthem. But you don't have to stand. I thought that was the whole idea of this country. Right, you have a choice. You have a that's choice. That's the and do point what of the country is you do have a choice. Yeah, absolutely. We don't even know why they didn't stand up. Jay-Z is 50 years old. He might be tired. Beyonce might have had three on some kids. Heels. Like, exactly. I'm not standing in these hills because I've done that. We don't know why they didn't want to stand. Like, what? What? why everybody jumping and in And nobody conclusions? else was standing right there. So, I don't know. Uh, all right. But speaking of the Super Bowl, Jennifer Lopez was discussing that halftime show. And here's what she had to say. I was happy to stand up there with Shakira. Two women. Two working moms who did... One of the best Super Bowls of all time. I know how special it is to be able to go out there and hold up an American flag and hold up a Puerto Rican flag and have my daughter sing with me. Yeah, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to represent women and single moms and working moms. All right. Now, some people thought of course, that Jennifer Lopez and Shakira's halftime show was too sexy. Um, those people, for instance, Billy Graham's Evangelistic Association. Oh, God. They said that I don't expect the world to act like the church, but our country has had a sense of moral decency on primetime TV. In order to protect our children, we see that disappearing before our eyes. It was demonstrated in tonight's Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show with millions of kids watching. <laughs> exactly. You can't be too sexy, right? Like, you're either sexy or you're not. I mean, they were dancing and they were they were clothed. I don't understand. They're sexy women. But you know, Super Bowl, they always do get a lot of cri criticism, no matter what happens during the halftime show. Yeah, because they always say kids Everybody are watching. But always has a problem. By the way, Latino, I don't know what you call it. We call it salsa, but salsa is a sexy. It's sexy, it's sensual, right? Okay. Show us that move again. Huh? You did a little move with it. I ain't do no move. But it's, 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 it's sensual. So, yeah, it's, it's going to look, right. look, look sexy. It is sexy. 
All right. So, yeah, some people, of course, had something to say. Now, Floyd Mayweather has been accused of assault, even though he never touched the person. Yeah, this is crazy. Now, 32-year-old Rico Kimbaro says that he saw Floyd uh, standing at the valet at the Fountain Blue, and he asked for a picture. But Floyd said, I can't even get a good morning first. And that's when, according to the police report, they said, uh, according to Rico, he said that Floyd's security team pushed him away from Mayweather while Floyd yelled, I'll beat your ass. They do have footage, and you can see that they are shouting at each other. And Floyd's security team is trying to defuse the situation. And then uh, at one point, Rico Cambaro says if Floyd kicks his ass, he said, I'll get, I'll get all check. your money, too. Yeah, and, I, and it, that's stupid. You can't sue him for that. Now, the guy, Floyd was right. Floyd was sitting out, probably standing out there in front of the flo- uh, Fountain Blue where he always is. And, yo, can I get a picture? And Floyd was like, yo, say good morning. Say hello. Greet right. me first. And, yeah, then I can give you a picture. And the guy got a little rowdy and started talking crazy. By the way, the guy might have walked up talking crazy. And I, I don't know. I'm just saying the guy might have walked up talking crazy. You know, uh, uh, amp Floyd up, and then when Floyd responded, it started recording. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But Floyd never touched him. Floyd didn't. You know, Floyd, he says they both Floyd. agree that he never touched him. Yeah, so, so I don't see how you sue me for that. Accuse somebody of assault. Attempted touch, like it just sounds crazy. Now the Miami uh, Beach Police Department is investigating the allegations as a possible simple assault. Get out of here! <laughs> simple assault on who? I don't know. That sounds so. All stupid. right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Huh? What's a complicated assault? Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, multiple attacks? Mm. All right. Well, thank you for that rumor report. Charlamagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, it's Black History Month. Um, I think we need to have a conversation about acting black. Uh, a man from Florida told someone to stop acting black, and we need this man, uh, Kenneth Bradley, his name. His name is Kendall Bradley. We need him to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, a lady called this morning, and she was a little mad at Charlamagne. Can we play that clip? When you were slandering the Puerto Rican people and the culture and making fun of our language and what? saying how the halftime show was too Spanish-y, it was not cool. I never said it was too Spanish-y. I said I liked the halftime performance. You you, you didn't say too many positive things about it. And you was like making fun of the Spanish language, like, oh, coquito, whatever you were saying. Like, you wasn't being too positive that about it. That is not I, true. I Drum. Did I say anything bad about the halftime performance? No, I think you, you supported the halftime performance. The, maybe the broken Spanish might have been a little much for some What people. broken Spanish? When you're saying uno and the right numbers right now, and all that kind of stuff. So time out. Black people can't speak Spanish now? She thought Charlemagne was being disrespectful to our Latino people, our Latino listeners out and there. And let the record show for everybody listening. Uh, it is always about Charlemagne. It's all about me all the time. But let's be clear. I didn't say any of those things that that lady said I said. Not one. Well, and should I be offended because she got me confused with a caller? Call, play that caller. Play the, play the guy who called up and said what she said I said. Um, I think it was mediocre at best, Spanish as hell, and... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. That was the point, sir. Should I be offended that she thinks all black men sound alike? Maybe she thought your laughter was a cosign. No, my laughter <laughs> was the fact that it was funny, and then I said... That was the point. It was the point for the halftime show to be Spanish as hell. Latino as hell. That was the point of the whole halftime show. Well, let's open up the phone lines. We have Drew on the line. Drew, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, DJ? It's DJ MV. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, DJ. First of all, before we talk to you, Drew, are you Latino? No, I'm not Latino. I don't want to talk to you. You don't sound Latino. No, it's all about... How do you sound it? Come on now. That was terrible. Sorry, Drew. Yeah, that right there in itself. Come on now. Kind of messed up. That was Envy who said that, since y'all can't tell he, the black people. He's about black. It. Like, you, you can tell you black. I don't want to talk to no tell? black people about a Latino topic. He don't want to talk to you, bro. What black people sound like. Like, Drew. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my <laughs> <laughs> That's 
Yes. Yes. That's how black people that sound, Drum. Drum said, how do black people sound? That's, That's how, how we, we sound. sound. Okay. <laughs> yes. 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 I gotta tell you. Yes. I know how my people sound. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Who is this? This is Cassandra from New Jersey. Cassandra, are you Latino? Latina. Latina. Yeah. Yeah. Do I sound like it? Do I sound like it? No. Huh? No, you don't sound Latina. Black and proud. I can tell. I can tell. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I know this is Black History Month, but I want to talk to she our brown upset. people. Can she just get off her no. chest? Okay, okay, okay. Wait, let me finish. I am so glad we have in this conversation. First of all, the performance was very boring. Boring. <laughs> what? And second of all, yeah, boring. Yeah, Angela, boring. <laughs> second of all, let me just say that a lot of times... Uh, when, when it comes to black people supporting Latinos, we support them a lot of times. Even when you hear politicians and you hear us talk about issues, we'll always say, oh, black and brown. But very, very seldom, almost none, none of the times when you hear Puerto Ricans saying brown and black people. I never hear them say how they support us the way we support them. Yeah, boring. I'm going to tell you something. I, did, I don't so, like the way this topic what is about, going. What about? <laughs> this, this is not, this is not where yeah, hold on. What about, what about Afro-Latinos? I hung up on it. This is, this, this is not where we're supposed to I'm go. I'm confused. Call, all, listen, Sim and everybody that's handling the phones, I want to talk to my brown family this morning. Okay? Latinas and Latinos. There you go. <laughs> all right? <laughs> Because I'm mad, <laughs> and we don't want that. <laughs> okay? That's not what we want this morning. Oh, man. All right? What line you want to go to? It's Dose. <laughs> See, I think I got a good feeling about Dose. Go to Dose. All right, we'll go to Dose. Hello, who's this? What's up, y'all? This is Linda. Linda? Hey, Linda. Linda, are you Latino? Hey. No, I'm Oh, black. Lord. Are you Linda? Belinda, <laughs> sometimes. It depends on who calling the name. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. We go to Cinco. Go to Cinco. One, two, three, four. Yeah. I got a good feeling about Cinco. Chris. Yeah, it's Chris Miami. What's happening? Chris, okay, Chris. I think we got Chris. You Chris. Latino? Latino. Latino. Yes, I'm Cuban. Cuban, all right. All right. Okay, let's go. Nah, I want to make Charlamagne was disrespectful. I mean, I have it as a tie with a Beyonce performance. The only reason I would give it to Beyonce being number one, because she held it down by herself, number one. Well, the first number time she two, had Destiny's Child on stage with her. Kelly and Michelle did pop out with her. Like I said, Beyonce held it down by herself. You disrespectful. <laughs> you, you disrespectful. No, you disrespectful. <laughs> you disrespectful. Oh, my God. All right, thank you. Thank you're thank so you, disrespectful. Thank you. All right, let's go to line eight. One. Juan! Juan! What's going on? What's going on, Charlamagne? Now, Juan, I'm asking a stupid question. Are you Latino? Dominican, 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 Dominican. Okay. 100% Dominican. Talk to me. Was I disrespectful yesterday? Man, not at all, man. Not Thank at you, all, sir. They did, a, they did a lot of wrong stuff in that halftime show, man. Ja Rule's supposed to come out. That song <laughs> Bad Bunny sang. That was, that was Cardi B's song. That wasn't even Shakira joint. Come on, man. There was a lot of people missing on the halftime show, but you wasn't disrespectful at all. Thank you, brother. I enjoyed the halftime show yesterday. And the fact when Drum pointed out all the political statements that they were making in the halftime show, it made me look at it again and appreciate it even more. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I just asked. I just wanted to see Ja Rule come out with J-Lo, and I wanted to see. I wanted Rock to Clef. see Cardi, because I feel like Cardi represents that uh, Latino-American, you know, Afro-Latino I don't what? know. You don't yeah, know don't what you're saying it. right I really now, don't. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to sound Ain't terrible. Ain't they all Afro-Latino? Yes, we all have African blood running through our veins. It's not by the complexion of your skin. It's by, uh, historically speaking. I knew that. 
Yeah, you didn't. Then you didn't know that. You're confused right now. 800 <laughs> by the way, Jamos is Latino and he's also American. And I just want the record to show him. He didn't even pass our Latino brother the microphone. That's how much he respects you, I Drum. did. I tried. I turned it to him. He, he put a border between Jamal's you, Drum. Jamos been talking about it. He told you don't it. cross it. All right. <laughs> 800-585-1051. We're taking your calls. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just uh, tuned in. Uh, a lady called this morning and she was upset by uh, something that Charlamagne said yesterday. Can we no, hear something it? that Charlamagne didn't say yesterday, but she said I said. When you were slandering the Puerto Rican people and the culture and making fun of our language and what? saying how the halftime show was too Spanish it was not cool. I never said it was too Spanish. I said I like the halftime performance. You you, you didn't say too many positive things about it. And you was like making fun of the Spanish language, like Coco Quito, whatever you were saying. Like you wasn't being too positive that about it. That is not I, true. I Drum. Did I say anything bad about the halftime performance? No, I think you, you supported the halftime performance. The, maybe the broken Spanish might have been a little much for some What people. broken Spanish? When you're saying uno and the numbers right now, and all that kind of stuff. So time out. Black people can't speak Spanish now? So, I never made those comments. Somebody, Another caller made those comments. Play the caller, too. All right, let's play the caller. Um, I think it was mediocre at best, Spanish as hell, and... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. That was the point, sir. So 800 We're asking, do you think that Charlemagne is, was being disrespectful? First of all, Charlemagne was not being disrespectful because Charlemagne didn't say any of those things that that woman said I said. All right. Well, what's your name, ma'am? Uh, my name is Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne, are you Latina? I am. I am Puerto Rican. Okay. I want, I, I want to hear from you. Boricua. Yeah, can I say that? Boricua all the way. Okay. Yes, you can say Boricua. Okay. Um, it's just the way you say things and how you come out. Like, you get very offended if it has anything to do with the African-American culture. But when it comes to the Puerto Ricans or the Boricuas or the Latins, you kind of, like, brush it off. Like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to think that their community is sensitive. And that's a way I think you kind of lack at. You need to make sure that when you communicate, you communicate and realize what you say in general mm -hmm. for the culture. Okay. If that makes sense. That's a fair assessment. I, I, I respect that. I respect that. Okay. And now, yes, I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> so from the Bronx. We're kind of, yes. So when I, I say the crazy, I would like for you to know that when I say the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, I'm not just speaking about Latinas. Speaking about the well, I'm too. Just you know <laughs> this guy. This guy's crazy. <laughs> well, I speak for myself. I'm, I'm a Boricua, and I'm letting you know that for me, I'm, I became very offended with what you said. So okay. I'm just saying for you to be a little bit more sensitive when it comes to at least Hispanics or Latinas because we kind of like get thrown to the side. Like we don't belong to the black, the brown, or the white. We're kind of like in the middle. Can you tell me exactly so what I one. said, though, so I know? Uh, it was, I guess, just the way I'm not sure what really pissed me off about what you said. Um, but it was in general how you communicated and how everything seems to be a joke about it. Like, <laughs> I'm just laughing it off. I think that's what um, pissed me off the most about For the record. I was trying. Yeah. For the record, mm -hmm. I think a lot of things are jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. It's not my but, fault. But you know you know what? And, and, this is, and this is partly it, too, in me growing up in New York. And, and this is going to sound a little crazy. But I never looked at Puerto Rican and Dominicans like not my family. Like we were all, they were all my peoples. That's how I always looked at it. So when I when we when I asked how come they didn't bring out Wyclef for Ja Rule, it wasn't because they were black. It was because I liked that song. I liked the the Shakira. Shakira. You think those are hit songs? I liked the Ja Rule joint. That's what I. That's why I really asked. It wasn't that they were black and they were Latino? No, I just wanted to see that hear that song. I thought they were dope. I respect that, but in general, like. 
we I grew up with nothing but black people. I was like probably the only Spanish girl in my crew at times. I'm just saying for you to be a little bit more um, mm-hmm. respectful of the Hispanic Latin Boricua culture in general and give us some how uh, he would put put some respect on my name. There you okay, go. Okay, all right. Why it's already say, hard why, enough out why, here, right? Why, why did people? you say respect like it's Goya, though? You said respect like See, it was soft. That's the problem. You did, though. See, that's the problem. You said it like it was a seasoning. Why I got to be Goya? There you go. There you go. See? Because, there you go. There you go. Because you have to have a little sasso. Hey, little sasso. See? Put some respect so. on my name. Sasso. Yes. <laughs> See? I don't know what accent that was. Yeah, I don't know what we accent that was. Listen. Yeah, by the way, you. we can't laugh and joke on each other. We're not really a family. Jamaican should be mad, too, the way you do your, your patois. Everybody should listen. Do you everybody realize should all be about mad. Me? Everybody should be mad at me. <laughs> Americans should be mad. Yes, everybody. I, 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 I am an equal opportunity offender. Okay, I bet some people you can't make fun of though. Like who? I don't know. I'm not going. <laughs> some people. If, if listen, if I can't make fun of you, then we're not really family. Go go to uh, line trace, please. <laughs> line trace. Okay, my. Dear. Hello, who's this? This is Joe. Joe, what's up? I was saying, listen. I think Charlemagne. You know, roasts every ethnicity out there, white, black, Spanish. He speaks what he feels and what, you know, the facts. And, you know, he'll give donkey of the day to black people or white people and he'll call them giant jars of mayo. I got into an argument. I'm white. I got into an argument with my friend who's white. He was like, yo, that's racist. I was like, you gotta have to understand. He equally distributes what needs to be distributed. You know what I mean? He puts people in check. If you're, if you're, you know what I mean? I don't think that the comments that were said at all were out of line. I mean, he didn't really say much in what he said. It was Spanish, yes, so what? I, 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 thank you. I really appreciate you, but I'm going to tell you something. This is a conversation between black and brown people, and I don't need a white man coming to my defense right now. It's not, it's not a good time. I appreciate you. Listen to me. Listen to me, my man. I appreciate you, but not right now. It's, 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 Charlotte, man. Charlotte, man. I rock with you, man. I called up. They heard I was white. They hung up on me. Like, That's my girls. Thank you. That's my girl. That's my girl, Sim. Why you do that to my people, girls? Man? They're my girls out there. Show everybody that listen. White people, Latino people, Asian people, black people. Man, listen. Everybody. If I, if I have to explain to you, you know, what we about or what I'm about, then you really don't know me, and I really don't want to talk to you. Like, this... People that have been rocking with Charlemagne for a long time and the Breakfast Club for a long time, they know what the energy is. That's it. We have a good time. That's all. At, at everybody's expense. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, what, what we got coming up in the room is... <laughs> well, I, don't think we, about... was, I don't think that was a good conversation, though. It wasn't enough... It really wasn't enough uh, Latinos that got through on the phone line. Mm. And I think you did that on purpose. No, I didn't. No, I, just, I, I really do. You, you told me what line no, to go to, and I went to I'm, every line I'm trying to build bridges, and you building the walls. Nope, that's not true. And you Dominican, which is disgusting. You should know better. <laughs> you should don't do that to your own people. Good, yeah. Uh, Kodak Black, he's going to be appealing his prison sentence. We'll give you more information and an update on how he's doing in prison. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Kodak Black is appealing. He has a 46-month prison sentence, and he feels like that's too long. The judge unfairly gave him too much time. They said he shouldn't have been classified as a prior convicted felon when he got sentenced because his previous guilty pleas did not result in convictions because under those deals there would be no conviction on his record. So they believe that is a technicality that could get him out of jail early. He is slated to get out around August 14th of 2022, but they think if this appeal goes through, he could get out.
out sometime next year. Well, every person in jail thinks they got too much time, though. And I mean, a lot of times they're correct. And, you know, a lot of people, listen, if you can't appeal and you have some grounds to do that and you can get out of jail earlier, why wouldn't you, right? Now, Kodak Black also on social media posted, I was just getting started, more to say, but I guess to mute me, they got me from around that ish, SMH. It is never the pain which hurts the most. It's the mental agony caused by the injustice and the unreasonableness of it all. So that is an update of his on Twitter right now. He said, besides the BS, life is great. Oftentimes we are too scared to speak up in a world where when you were right, they tell you to be quiet in a world which doesn't recognize the value of human life and human dignity, which robs a man of his will and make him an object to be exterminated. I feel like that young man is doing a lot of reflecting. Like this jail sentence seems like it hit Kodak a little bit different. All right. Now, Hamilton, the musical is going to be in um, theaters. So I know you guys are excited to see it on the big screen and it's coming out with Disney. So uh, you all saw Hamilton, right? I definitely saw Hamilton. And it's supposedly going to have the original cast. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it when it had the original cast on Broadway. The dope. All right. David Schwimmer has responded to uh, some of the criticism that he got for his comments about Friends versus he wasn't mentioning Living Single, but Mm -hmm. he acted like Friends was its own original thing and they should do a black version of Friends and Erica Alexander responded in case I didn't know uh, she said are you seriously telling me you've never heard of Living Single we invented the template you're welcome bro well now David Schwimmer is responding to that backlash he said hi Erica as you know I was asked recently in an interview for The Guardian how I felt for the thousandth time about a reboot of Friends immediately following a conversation about diversity on the show and so offered up other possibilities for a reimagining of the show today I didn't mean to imply Living Single hadn't existed or indeed hadn't come before Friends, which I knew it had. Please remember, in an interview, quotes are often pieced together and taken out of context, and then these quotes are repurposed in other articles by other people who are trying to be provocative. So he goes on to say, if his quote was taken out of context, it's hardly in my control. So he meant no disrespect. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly's ex, Asriel Clary, you know, she's been speaking out now. And she has fully removed herself from saying that R. Kelly is innocent. She's now cooperating with investigators in his federal sex crimes case in New York, according to sources who have direct knowledge of what's happening. So she's now working with the feds. She's also putting the wheels in motion to uh, work in multimedia and advocacy now moving forward. So she is recovering what she says was a dysfunctional and abusive relationship with R. Kelly. And she wants to work with nonprofit organizations that help protect young people. So the organization is called Team Truth, and now it's being run by her dad to educate minors and their families about types of abuse and how to escape it. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Today is Cameron's birthday, so we're going to get some Cameron in the mix, all right? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That's Black History Month. That's right. Today is uh, Rosa Parks' birthday. You know, Rosa Parks is forever a Black History Month legend. And I know that y'all know Rosa was a G, but I don't think y'all know how much of a G Rosa really was. You know, it's a lot of interviews and literature you can read about her, but I prefer the interviews because you can hear how she felt directly from her. So, you know, when you're telling Rosa to get her ass up, Okay, Uh, it's very good to understand why she chose not to do that. Okay, here's an interview that she did with Larry King back in 95 where she described why she's actually not bitter towards all mayonnaise flavored mayonnaise. The Breakfast Club presents a new Black History Month legend. So you didn't hold it against collectively all white people? That's true. 
I did not. What then did you do with your anger? Uh, I tried to have as little anger as possible. I tried to use it to tr help people who were suffering and many who were discouraged and did not have the courage to try to take a stand for themselves. Do you feel, Rosa, that this movement has been a success? It has uh, made, we have made uh, many improvements from way back there when we had legally enforced racial segregation. But we still have many challenges to face and we have many uh, problems to solve. Do you have faith? Yes, I still have faith that, that it is possible. And that was another new Black History Month legend, courtesy of The Breakfast Club. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, it's time for the positive note. Charlamagne, you got some positivity to throw around? Yes, this is actually a quote from Rosa Parks. Today is her birthday, so we celebrating Rosa Parks, man. Rosa Parks said, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. Did you hear me? Knowing what must be done does away with fear. Breakfast club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done?